first mini podcast series. We're excited to talk with you guys today to share some insights from our team to how we tackle subjects like UX research, design, product management in order to bring a new feature or product to life. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Alexis who is our UX researcher at Sendable and has spent the last year or so building the UX function within the team. The purpose of our chat today really is to dig into the deeper world of UX research and find out how we apply at Sendable. So Alexis, let's get stuck in. Hi. <laughs> it's funny to be at the other end. Usually I'm the one interviewing, but yeah, this is... This I is know. Cool. You have to correct me if I mess up because you're the expert. <laughs> okay, cool. So I'm going to go through some questions really just to kind of get a bit of background for the listeners who are obviously hopefully listening to our podcast today. Um, just to go through the background of UX research, talk a little bit how we apply at Sendable, some of the challenges and benefits that we face with UX research and I guess some tips from your perspective. So I'm just going to go straight with it. For those that aren't too familiar with UX research, what does it mean? UX research, I guess, you know, a, there's the UX, which a lot of people probably don't know. You know, I, have some, I remember when I speak to my friends, they don't really know what, what it means. I usually say software research, but UX stands for user experience. And it's essentially just that. It's, it's looking at that user experience within a platform or any product or even, you know, a shop in itself. But essentially it gives that and helps us be able to research exactly what they're doing, focusing on their, you know, user needs, pain points, behaviors, motivations, all through various research methodologies like interviewing and surveys and that sort of thing. So this will help us to kind of build a really good experience in whatever they're trying to do and hopefully be able for them to achieve their goals and, you know, and and that sort of thing. But, um, it also helps us understand where all the opportunities are within, let's, you know, let's say we're talking about software, yeah, just to understand exactly what to work on next and make sure that we can tackle those. Absolutely, definitely. So how would you say UX fits within a product team or business? Because obviously, as you mentioned, some people aren't even aware of what it really is or what it does. So how would you say, as an example, it fits into, you know, our product team? Yeah, I think any any company that, you know, particularly around product teams and, and businesses, I think anyone that's user focused, it's a very vital role to that to them. And even though some people may not realize what it is, I think it, it's growing very quickly nowadays. Um, nowadays, you've got loads of conferences around it, and it's slowly growing. And I think nowadays as well, you've got one common problem with uh, software companies where they don't know what to work on next. Mm. And, you know, I think the most important thing is to listen to your customers, whatever you're doing, just listen to your customers and and uh, see what is important to them and prioritize based on that. One other thing as well is that many product teams and businesses have issues around is what features to work on. Well, you know, you can validate and invalidate those assumptions just by talking to our users and and find out exactly what they want from you know our target audience and, and that sort of thing so I think it's it's a very vital role for any product or business going forward yeah definitely I think certainly in SaaS companies you see a bit of a trend of people actually suddenly realizing we should figure out what our users actually need and want first before we start to build <laughs> exactly. brilliant so I kind of mentioned obviously you've been kind of focusing on this role within Sendable over the past year or so mm. um, and it's fairly new to Sendable in terms of the concept but how did you go about I guess getting into the role and building out the functionality that we have 
Yeah, so, I mean, a little bit before Sangabo, I started working in web design and did a IT support. So I've always had an interest for UX research, always from the very beginning. It was very new back then, even though it's a lot of people don't know what it is now. It still was very new back then, but it was always something that I've been interested in. I mean, I generally enjoy fixing things and making things better. So this was like, you know, a kind of perfect way forward. But when I did start working at Sendable, I actually started as a second line support agent, just troubleshooting issues. One great thing around that role was that I was speaking to the customers constantly. Mm. So I was hearing great things as well as questions, UX confusions, complaints, and they even the suggestions. So it was having that, that constant contact with users that was a huge driver for me, just hearing them and, and even things that they didn't even say themselves, things that I've noticed as well uh, within you know, their workflows. I, I found it very, very interesting. So looking back, I didn't think much of it, but it was essentially a huge form of research that I was doing. It was free, invaluable insights that I was, find, that I was getting from customers and, and how they use the platform. So it, it was definitely the beginning of, of this. And I remember even talking to our product designer, Stefano, about two years ago, how, how we can collaborate together to, you know, feed that in into product. And back then, product wasn't really a team back then. I guess it was merged into development team, but now it's grown. Yeah, it was it just Stefano there. at that point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So now we've grown to be who we are today and it's such a huge team now and it's great to to have that ability to to grow and, and be the middle person between the customer and, and, and you know the team to make sure that everybody knows what's going on, what our customers want and how we can go forward and whatever mm-hmm. project that we, we're working on. Brilliant, yeah. What key things would you say that you've learned from UX then? Because obviously you kind of said that it's something that you kind of just naturally grew into through your interest. And obviously, as you, I guess, sort of delved into, I guess, the world of UX and sort of studied and, and actually experienced carrying out different interviews, what would you say you've, you've learned from UX research so far? Yeah, I think definitely one thing is definitely plan out your research. I think one thing, it's very easy to normally with UX research, it's important to have a, a like a conversation, which is what I try to do. But in, in every research, it's always good to plan it out because it's so easy to miss certain information that you may need for that particular project. And you're more in, in focus as to what you need from that particular interview or that particular research. And always be prepared for technical issues because they do happen. Yeah. Um, so having that plan as to what's going to happen, how it's going to happen and be prepared for anything, I think is, is vital. Even mm-hmm. something as simple as having the user's phone number to reach out to if you do need to reach out to them, that, you know, something as simple as that can really help you with the research, uh, especially mm-hmm. if you've got like a whole day full of interviews, your time is limited. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely one of them. Another one would be just focusing on the user's goals. I remember when I started um, doing research, you know, you, we always focus on what features perhaps are being suggested to us and, and, and how we can build it. But it, you know, looking at the user's goals, it can really take a step back and see it from a, from a bigger point of view and, 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 and perhaps even design it from a fresh perspective rather than focusing on one particular area. You actually focus on, uh, on, the, on the overall kind of perspective. So yeah, definitely focusing on the user's goals is something that I've definitely learned al- along the way because it was a slightly different, you know, way of thinking coming from a support perspective. Mm. But um, another one is, you know, with any research is always turn that research into actions. You know, as much as it's great that you've come up with, 
you know, the research and you've come up with some answers, it's always important to come up with actions, you know, what we should do next, how we should proceed with X and that sort of thing. So turn that research into action so that everyone has a, a better understanding of, of, of what to do next. Brilliant. Yeah, I definitely think in terms of this research, you can almost get overwhelmed by by so much. So being able to navigate that and turn it into something is obviously key to the product side of the business as well. So really important. Mm -hmm. In terms of research itself and obviously UX, why do you think it is so important? I mean, obviously, we've kind of touched on it helps us understand our users' pain points more, understand, I guess, trends that are happening and, and things that are changing, especially in social media, our particular industry it moves so quickly but why do you think it is so important and why it matters so much yeah well i think nowadays more than ever right because there's so much competition out there where everybody wants to do better and mm-hmm. uh, whilst you know we're it's not just about designing software anymore it, it's how intuitive and how how well it fits their needs you know and that sort of thing so it's important to see it from the user's perspective you know if you really care about your users you need to understand them you need to understand what context they're using the software you need to understand everything ab- about the user just to make sure that it really helps uh, them going forward yeah and yeah i mean it also obviously as mentioned previously it also helps ensure that whatever we're building it's you know it, it's around the user going at it blind is not the way you know, it probably was you know years ago but it, nowadays you really have to make sure that at least you have some idea of what the user wants yeah and you know one thing and you're not the user at the end of the day and yeah i mean one thing as well is uh that's very important is if you do have it right and you're speaking to the users, then you're saving money in the long run. You're not, you know, you're not wasting time on development work and money and then realize that it doesn't work for the users. You spend months trying to develop this idea or this feature, which Mm -hmm. actually in the real world does not work correctly. So, you know, research is based on real facts and insights, you know, and not guesswork. So I think it's very important to any organization that really cares about their users and and, and their experience. Definitely. Yeah, 100%. I think think you can get lost in assumptions based on what compare or what you think is right but actually getting the real facts is is what we need and actually at the end of the day that's what helps drive us forward because we know users want it definitely in terms of I guess everything you've experienced what are I guess the key challenges you find in UX research that I guess you've been blocked by or you've had to try and overcome yeah I think I think I I probably share this with other UX researchers because I've spoken to others but I think definitely participant sourcing is the most difficult particularly when you have a certain criteria to meet and if you are trying to you know source participants with a particular certain criteria and you have obviously uh, certain deadlines to to meet then it can be uh, a big challenge uh, for the team along with that the budget can also be um, a challenge that you know depending on the budget that we have obviously we're limited onto onto how much uh, how many users we can have and that sort of thing so that would be a second one and and the other thing I think would be to get the team to live and breathe UX, you know, as much as it's yeah. part of my job, I think in any company, particularly around software, it's, it's important that everybody lives and breathes UX. If they see something or they're speaking to the users, particularly the customer facing teams, mm-hmm. anything that they see, anything that they notice, it's, it's important to feed that back like with nowadays the product team because now they're you know it's yeah it's it's vital for all of us to have that visual and have that you know constant to monitor all of that you know it's i think it's so important for for yeah. all 
to, to see that. Definitely. And I think what we tend to forget is user experience doesn't just start when the user starts using your product. It's actually the moment they engage with your social media, they land on your website, that whole user experience as a whole that leads into wanting to try the product, let alone to buying it. You know, that's where I guess you come in and, and help with that process so that we can actually understand why have they Googled sendable, for example, in the first place? <laughs> you know, what are their problems? What are they trying to overcome? And yeah, it's obviously those challenges of finding those people is really hard. But, you know, being able to get people to understand in, in every single team, whether it's sales or development, it really does help. And I think that culture has been created now since you've built that foundation, which is really good. So just to kind of summarize then, because there's some really, really good points that you've brought up. What would you say, I guess, are the three main benefits to UX research? I think the three of them, I think, would be you're solving the problem that the user is having. So just by that, you're essentially helping users to achieve whatever workflow that they need to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've not mentioned this uh, various times, but it really is bringing focus onto what the user is doing and, and, how, and how they can achieve that. Because it is the important aspect about UX research is focusing on the user and, and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one great thing around UX research is that it helps build empathy in the teams that you're working in as much as we can go and and speak to the development team or even any any team within the company and say you know this happened it doesn't really attract people's attention so it's building that kind of you know story and and, and presenting it in a storytelling form um, you know form which you know, it's powerful. It's a powerful way of presenting something when when you build a story around a particular issue that a user is having. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the power of storytelling. Yeah, I find it really great when um, when I'm talking about a particular issue and use within our team, they quote exactly what was said by the user. It's you can really feel that it really was listened to. So it really shows the power of storytelling with that. And delighting users in their masses is another thing. You know, that's the great thing about working in UX research. Well, whilst I was in support previously, you're delighting one user mm-hmm. in UX research kind of sense. You, you are taking into account everybody and you're, you're helping loads of people achieve whatever they want to achieve. So it's a great way to be part of that journey and to, to be able to, to satisfy our users in, in that way. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all about, you know, how can we get value to everyone and not just the one user? I mean, obviously everyone's experience or way that they use Sendable will be slightly different depending on their needs. But if we can delight more people in the same way, that's ultimately the goal, isn't it? Because obviously with increased value, there's increased retention and higher customer satisfaction overall, which is, I guess, part of our vision and goals with the company to increase. So yeah, it's definitely good. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Alexis. But last question for you. For anyone that wants to get involved in UX research interviews at Sendable or testing, how can they sign up or get involved? Yes, I would love for you guys to get involved. That would be fantastic. So whether you're using Sendable or you know your non-Sendable users, we'll be happy to hear from you. You can register on sendable.com forward slash research. I'll be happy to speak to you and see how you guys can get involved and, and show you some really cool stuff. <laughs> Brilliant. Awesome. Thanks so much, Alexis. And it's really good to get your insights on UX research and our first podcast series as a, as a team. So thank you very much for that. Just to listeners, if you do have any other questions, feel free to reach out to us at productassendable.com. We'll try and get back to you as quickly as we can. Just to let you know, in our next episode, we'll be diving into the world of design. So kind of not just how we design things to look good, obviously on the platform, but our process and principles as to how we tackle design as a general, I guess, methodology and system 
system and how we implement it within different areas of the business. So stay tuned to find out more. But for now, thank you very much. Bye. Cheers, Alexis. Bye. Bye.